Hello, and welcome to Audacity Presents. Let's get started with the show. Happy Monday, happy Monday, and welcome to Audacity Presents, where we choose to live an audacious life for Christ. I pray all who are listening to the podcast are doing well, and I want you to know that this ministry is in prayer for each of you, and I pray that you are also praying for this ministry as God's word goes forth. So as always, let's start off with what's on my replay. I have been listening to a song called Fresh Wind by Hillsong. This is one of those worship songs when you're driving in your car, maybe the window's down. Okay, maybe it's too hot here in Texas. Maybe you're just driving down the highway, spending time with God. This is a great song to have playing in the background. Here's the verse. Spirit, sound, rushing wind, fire of God fall within. Holy Ghost, breathe on us, we pray. As we repent, turn from sin, revival embers, smoldering breath of God. And then the chorus goes, fan us into flame. We need a fresh wind, the fragrance of heaven. Pour your spirit out, pour your spirit out. You know, sometimes we just need a fresh wind, just a nudge from heaven. We need the spirit to pour out. We need to feel God's presence. Sometimes it's just standing outside and taking a deep breath or maybe sitting in stillness where we can get that fresh wind from the Holy Spirit. I don't know about you, but sometimes I do ask the question, God, are you still there? And trust me, he is always there. And there may be someone listening today thinking, Mary, how do you know God is there? How can you be sure that God is there? And this question leads me to my topic for today. And that is the audacity of apologetics. You see how I made that transition? That was a good transition. Anyway, Don't turn me off just because I said the word apologetics, okay? Don't be frightened by the word apologetics. Let's take a few minutes during this podcast and break it down. So think about this. Why do you believe in Christianity? Or why are you even thinking about putting your faith in Christ Jesus and becoming a Christian? If someone asked you that question today, Would you be able to tell them why you believe what you believe? There are a lot of Christians walking around today, and if they were confronted to tell why they believe what they believe, would they be able to? I'm, I'm wondering about that. But this is what apologetics is all about. So let's start here. Apologetics comes from the Greek word apologia. Okay, that's the Greek word, apologia. Do you like apologia? Okay, went a little secular there for a minute. My pastor is probably shaking his head. But anyway, that's how I remember these Greek words. The Greek word for apologetics is apologia. Okay, remember that. But apologetics just means to give a defense. And apologetics is not specific to Christianity. 
You could be a Muslim apologist defending Islam or a Hindu apologist defending Hinduism. A Christian apologist is one who gives a defense that Christianity is true. Did you know that Christianity is a more reliable faith system than any other belief systems out there? Christianity centers around Jesus Christ, that he was born of a virgin, that he lived a perfect life, he performed miracles, he did teachings, and that he died for our sins and on the third day rose from the dead. We can all say this, but do you believe it? And why do you believe that? And furthermore, are you ready to give a defense as to why you believe that? Look, when you give a defense for your belief, it is more than just saying, well, my family is Christian, so I'm Christian. Or uh, this is the church that I go to. This was my big mama church. That is not a defense for your belief, okay? You got to have a defense for why you believe in Christianity. Now, we study apologetics because as Christians, apologetics can help us to be more confident in our faith and to be more effective when we share the gospel. Okay, so I know you're still looking confused maybe and you are ready to turn me off because I'm sounding boring and you don't get this apologetic stuff. So let me put this in one of my merry examples, okay? Say for instance, you have a child and you're walking down the street with your child and let's say a police officer stops you and says, is that your child? And you answer him, yes. With confidence, you answer him, yes, because it is your child. But then the police officer says, prove it. In a heartbeat, you would give the child's full name, his date of birth, the address, maybe the hospital he was born. Uh, if you had a copy of his birth certificate, you would show the birth certificate. You might call the child's father. You might have pictures in your purse. All of this to give a defense that that is your child. You have just given a defense. Maybe let's take it a step further. You go on vacation. You don't even worry about people accusing you of this not being your child because you know for a fact it is your child. So no matter where you and your child go, you are not worried because it's your child. You're confident and you are ready to give a defense, to give proof to anyone that questions it. So we should be the same way about our faith. No matter where we are, we are confident in what we believe and we are ready to give a defense for our belief. This is apologetics. We may uh, grow up in this church and youth ministry learning about Christ and, and even giving our life to Christ. But when we go off to colleges and different places and we're in the company of other people that may not have the same belief, we have to be ready to give a defense for why we believe in Jesus Christ. And this is what apologetics is all about. Now, there are some fancy words that are used for those of you that may want to study a little bit further on apologetics. 
I'm going to go through a couple of them, but don't let it frighten you. There's something called the cosmological argument in apologetics. And this is just simply giving a defense that the existence of the universe demonstrates that God exists. There is something called the teleological argument. And this is just giving a defense that there was a purpose to the design of the world around us and a design requires a designer. There is something called the ontological argument. This is giving a defense that the very concept of God demands that there is an actual existence of God. So there are several different angles by which you can give a defense for what you believe. Okay. You can come at it from different ways that God exists, that uh, the world was created and that there wasn't a big bang that occurred as some people believe. So apologetics can have several different angles by which you can give a defense of what you believe. Now, I know this is a lot of information and there are tons of information on the internet, on different websites, uh, if you want to research this further. But I like to keep it simple. And I'm just going to go with the existence of God and that to see the design of the world that we live in and who we are as humans, that is proof enough that there is a God. So how is it that the universe came into existence? Someone had to cause it to happen. Some argue it was the Big Bang Theory. But how can that be based on the design of nature, the design of humans? I like to think about the seasons. I have these trees right outside my dining room window. And I walk through my dining room every day. And without notice, I look out the window and I see that the leaves have turned brown. And then I continue to walk through my dining room day after day. And I look up and the trees are bare because it's winter. And then I continue to walk day after day and I look up and the tree is starting to bloom. I have been in my home for over 20 years. And this has been the continuous cycle of the trees outside my window. How do the trees know to do that? How do they know when to turn the leaves brown? Uh, when the leaves should fall off the tree? When the tree should start to bloom? And when it should show green leaves again? How does a tree know to do that? Someone had to design that. I just think that is just the most awesome thing that gives us proof that there has to be a designer. Another example, when I cut my finger, I don't know if anyone has ever noticed, you cut your finger and you may put uh, some type of cream on it to heal it, but how does your finger know to heal? How does our bodies know to heal when we've had surgery, when a leg has been broken, all the doctors can do is place your leg in a cast to reset that bone together. But that bone heals on its own. How does our bodies know how to do that? There has to be a designer. And when we look in Genesis, in the beginning, God created. 
How do we know when we look in Genesis and we read the Bible, how do we know that's true? One way to know the Bible is true is to look at the authenticity of the manuscripts that have been written. And I know this is going way beyond what you may want to hear, but hang with me. Think about this. How many of you watch the news? Think about when an accident occurs and the reporter interviews people that saw the accident. Every person interviewed may have seen the accident from a different angle, but the bottom line is they all saw the accident. In talking with each of the people, one would be able to recreate exactly how the accident occurred. So when we look at the New Testament, there are over 5,800 manuscripts or copies to compare to other documents in order to reproduce the original. This is how the Bible was authenticated. Also, the Bible tells it all, the good, the bad, and the ugly. It's not a perfect story. You can look at the Gospels and how they told the same story, but in their own way. This is more proof than any other belief. So for me, I know there is a creator. I believe what I read in the Bible and there is no other belief that comes close. There is more evidence proving the existence of Christ than there is disproving it. Can you give a defense for what you believe? The audacity of apologetics. So this is my merry moment. We should always be prepared to give a defense for what we believe. Y'all have a good week. Thanks so much for tuning in. Remember, Christ died for you, was resurrected for you, is returning for you, all because he loves you. Now all you have to do is confess, believe, and trust in him. See you next week. One more thing, one more thing. Okay, don't forget Social media is still up and running. I would love to hear from you guys. You can find me on TikTok. You can find us on uh, Instagram. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter. Ooh, did that sound really proper? You can find us on Twitter. There we go. You can find us on Twitter. Uh, We would love to hear from you guys. Check us out across all social media. And the podcast is available wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you, guys. Have a good week.